Glory be to God. The heart of money. Some of you may remember that uh, Pastor Femi was making fun of me and said I was talking about 100 points. Hmm. Hmm. 100. <laughs> Glory be to God. So we first of all take seven facts about money. <laughs> Is there a gap between seven and hundred? <laughs> Glory be to God. We look at seven facts about money. The first thing that money is made by man. And it is a behavioral asset. It's not a natural asset. Nobody can be walking on the street and pick up money. It doesn't grow. Money is a behavioral asset. You know, if we define it plainly, eh? It is what people accept in exchange for goods and services. And what people accept has been changing over time. And it will continue to change. In fact, many of us have witnessed many changes in the national currency. You know? Um, there were pounds, shillings, and pence. How many of you remember it? There were pounds shillings, and pence. And I remember clearly that in 1977 I went to England on a total budget of 500 naira. My ticket was 220 naira. My return ticket, London and back. 220 naira. Hmm? I remember very well that I had a lot of pocket money. I was very rich. As a matter of fact, I remember distinctly buying some very nice shirts. Eh? Hmm? For one naira each in London. Yes, it was one pound. At that time, naira and pound. Hmm? 500 naira. If you say now that uh, <laughs> you are broke <laughs> and I give you 500 naira, how will you look at me? Eh? Amen? Then I tell you to buy some shirts, you know, go to Mega Chicken, go to Protea, eat out. I remember we actually ate in restaurants. Out of this 500 naira, after buying the ticket. Amen. Money changes, I will continue to change. I remember it was three pence, a loaf of bread then. In fact, still in the 60s, Toro CC bread. The biggest loaf of bread was six pence. That was uh, half of what? You know, so in time, as time changes, money changes. There was a time when people went to produce money, like somebody going to the farm. Because you would go and look for gold and silver from the ground. So there was a time when any person could go and hunt for money. Okay? So any of us could produce money then. And the moment you find it and you process it, you could use it to pay. And everybody continues to use it to pay. But now, money is printed by government now, isn't it? There is no private device that is accepted by everybody as payment. You know, in many countries, if you don't pay your tax, you can be put in prison. You understand? For tax evasion, tax avoidance, not just to find you, they actually put you in prison. And how do you pay your tax? What do you use to pay your tax? Eh? Uh-huh. It means that now, even the law forces you to have money and to pay it. Do you understand? Hmm? There are certain things if you want to do in Lagos State now. If you don't bring a tax certificate, you won't do it. 
they won't allow you. And if you say, I have no job, I have no job, I have no job for years, you will still pay that, that, that tax. Huh? Do you understand? <laughs> so, money, eh? You must have. If you don't have, you can go to prison. That's what it means now. Glory be to God. Okay? Now, the second thing. You saw the first thing is that money is made by man. Hmm? And the part of that is that it is behavioral. If all of us begin to accept recharge card as payment now, that means it becomes a part of money. It's a form of money. Whatever you accept. So sometimes what you monetize depends on you. Okay? So the second thing is that money is of this world. You will not find it in the kingdom of heaven. Mm-hmm. You know that kingdom that you want to go? There will be more money there. So money is half bound. It's merely for buying and selling, which doesn't take place in heaven. Abi, do you think you'll be buying in heaven? Even if you wanted to buy, what would you buy? Because whatever you want is what? It's there, it's available. Glory be to God. Now, because money is of this world, the prince of this world strives hard to control it. So he will fight you for money. He will fight you over money. Okay? Now, the Antichrist is going to use money Check Revelations 13 in verses 16 to 17. You will say that the Antichrist causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark or the name of the beast, or the number of his name, there will be a time when the devil will try to control money so much, by that time, money will be significantly dematerialized. Dematerialization means that it is not something physical that you are holding anymore. You already know the technology, eh? They are going to implant a chip on your forehead, a chip on your hand, and uh, it is your humanity itself. So, don't take the issue of money lightly, and as much as possible, consider substitutes. Because at the worst of the times, eh, some have a way of escape. Hmm? We'll talk about that later. Now, if you look at Luke 4, 6, the devil took Jesus and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in one moment. And he said this to him. All this power will I give you. And the glory of them. For it is delivered unto me. And to whomsoever I will. I give it. That's the devil. I used to be surprised that Jesus Jesus didn't say. That's a lie. Is that what Jesus said? Huh? (laughs) Uh. But he went straight to the heart of the matter. Because the devil says, if you will bow down to me and worship me, I'll give you. Hmm? The heart of the matter is, I will not worship you, devil. I won't even contend whether it is given to you or not. But the truth is this. 
the devil controls money to some extent. Hmm? Make sure you don't negotiate with the devil for money. Make sure you don't negotiate with the devil for money. You may think what I'm saying is very far flung. It's not. I once told you a story and I'll remind you again. One, actually the guy was my best friend when I was in Form 1. And then he got saved. He had gone to another school when we were in Form 4. Then we met again in year one in the university. He, had, he, he was born again before me. He was baptized in the Holy Ghost before me. He was some form of example. In fact, he was the first person I saw that claimed divine healing. Then, later, we began to drift apart because I saw that his love of money was inordinate. Everybody say love. Love of money. His love of money was inordinate. I remember then, you know, his father could not afford it, but when we went abroad for holidays, he always also wanted to go by force. And then he puts his mind on a particular poor, rich uncle because the poor man was rich and said, this man must send him. Must you go on holidays abroad? What will he do to you? You will go, you will come back. You are still the same person. If you are tall, you remain tall. If you are short, you remain short. Is it not so? Mm -hmm. But see what the love of money did to him. He became a medical doctor. I remember, and he was posted to National Stadium. He was staying in the hostels of National Stadium. I went to visit him. And God said to me, look at your friend. I was looking at him. And God said to me, do you know what he's trying to do? I said, no, how can, he, how can I know? When God was talking to me, I was almost arguing. Eh? You know what God said? God said, you know, he's trying to kill you right now. Ah. I said, me? He said, yes. Ah. Me? He said, yes. He said, look at him now. And I noticed that he was doing like this. He was doing like this and speaking with his mouth. Ah. We are not praying now. What's, what's this guy's problem? And God told me that's what he's doing. And I said, why would he want to do that? Everybody say that with me now. Is that a reasonable question? Is it? I said, why would he want to please that? God said, to please his master, the devil. I say, ah. I don't want to mention his name. I say, my own so-and-so. God said, yes. So, it was hard for me to believe, but as he began to, I could see that he was striving spiritually to do something. And I said, come, 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 come. You, you are trying to kill me. You know what I expected? Shock. Surprise. You know what I got? No shock. No surprise at all. I said, you are trying to kill me. I said, ah, you should have known me now. I don't be small fish, yo. Hmm. Amen. Oh, yeah, say, say that, say that, say that. I don't be small fish, yo. I say, but you should have known now. And then, and I began to speak to him in the spirit. Do you know what I had? I remember telling you this one. I've, I've told you this before. The guy now burst out speaking what? Tongues of Satan. And then, he now, I, this was the first time I ever had it. If I was not there, if I didn't hear it, eh, I would not have believed it. I actually heard my friend say, Lord Satan. Born again before me, Lord Satan. Ah, then, you know, there are some things God will tell you to be so hard to believe, isn't it? Is that not hard? Is that one not hard to believe? Would you easily have believed that? 
You know, but God knows all things. So, when I now took him up, we now began to face each other spiritually. And I began to tell him the things that will happen if he doesn't back out. I then began to talk to him by the word of knowledge. Hmm? And I understood from at that time, as I was saying, that he made a pact with Satan for money and prosperity because God was too slow for him. God was too slow for him. And I told him that the devil that you are signing with and working with, hmm, he doesn't love anybody. And he is not truthful. He is not honest. I said, the money you are seeking, you will not get. If you don't back down, within a few years, you will run mad. And within a few years, you will die. He was perfectly normal at that time. You know what happened? About three to four years after that, he ran totally mad. Totally mad. First son of his father. His father, poor secondary school teacher, graduate teacher, first son, medical doctor, he ran totally mad. One time he came to check me in my house. I wasn't there. My aunt was there. My aunt told me, say, that your friend came. Say, ah. The guy, no normal, low. I say, eh, eh. Say, no normal. Say, this person that I saw, no normal. Is that not the one that I said, doctor? I say, nah, eh. Say, no normal. But I didn't see him mad. Later we had, they carried him to their village. In, eh. Uh, eh. Uh, is it a duo? Urubo uh, people, uh, in which state? Delta. Eh, say, no, Urubo man. Carry him to the village, go Delta. About within 10 years after that, we heard that he died. Money in call, he never had. The medicine that he studied, but what is the root of it? Eh? He chose to serve Satan for money. So, watch your heart. Watch your heart. You know, it is not the kind of thing I would have said to any Christian. Because I would say to myself, of course, a Christian can't do that now. Is that, is that not a reasonable thing to think or to say? Eh? I would say, eh, you know, you know, it's an Islamic thing. They say, Waburu kuko dara. I find that statement very stupid. Because it means that eh, eh, being bad is not good. Who doesn't know that now? Do you understand? doesn't make sense. Why should I say that? But watch your heart. Watch what you are doing for money. Watch how you handle the times when you don't have the money that you need. Watch it. It could kill you. It could kill you. You know, watch your trait. Because I, I remember clearly that when we were in Form 1, he and I, we had about as many clothes as each other. I didn't have more clothes than him. He didn't have more than me. But he always wanted to borrow my clothes. You know why? He wanted to appear to have more clothes than others. You know what that means? The hat. The hat. Many of us that we think that we are talking or thinking prosperity, eh? we are beginning to bow down to the devil for money. We are beginning to bow down to the devil for money. Of recent, there's someone that eh, I consider my daughter. But of late, I've been saying to myself that hmm, something is wrong. This working class girl's clothing total cost of the things on her are too far above her income level and her family circumstances. Something is going wrong somewhere. So I'm beginning to keep my beginning to keep my distance from her. I'm beginning to keep my distance from her. There's no magic. There's no magic, oh. 
content with what you have. There's no magic. Amen? Mm -hmm. But I'm telling you, although money is of this world, hmm, and it will not be in the kingdom of heaven, it still belongs to God. Psalm 50, verses 10 to 12. Every beast of the forest is mine. The cattle upon a thousand hills. Okay? Verse 12. If I were hungry, I would not tell you. For the world is mine and the fullness thereof. Say, Father, the world is yours and the fullness thereof. I will not be deceived. It does not belong to the devil. Okay, look at Matthew 11, verse 27. Jesus said, All things are delivered unto me of my Father. Okay? And no man knoweth the Son but the Father, neither knoweth any man the Father save the Son, and he to whomsoever the Son reveals him. Okay? Everything is delivered unto the Son by the Father. Know that clearly. If you want good prosperity, serve God. Okay? Then, the three things is how money is mentioned in the Bible. That's number three. Okay? In the King James, money is mentioned over 100 times. The very word money. Precisely 123 times. But in the Bible, in basic English, it is mentioned over 200 times. Precisely 217 times. You know, why is the mention in King James lower in number? Because gold and silver was used as money. Okay? It was practically synonymous. So sometimes when they say gold, they are talking about money. Like when, uh, was it Paul and Salah said, Silver and gold have I none. You know they were singing very well. For such as I have given unto you in the name of Jesus Christ. Of Nazareth, as of Praising God, walking and living and praising God in the name of Jesus Christ. Of Nazareth, as of our Shall we are still having our audition? Do you think I will qualify? Glory be to God. So, silver, gold, that was the money in that time. Okay? But nobody pays with silver and gold anymore. But let me tell you something strange that I discovered. The first four mentions of the Bible, the mentions of money, was in Genesis 17. Hmm? Genesis 17. That was the first time that money was mentioned in the Bible. It was mentioned four times in that first instance. But did you know what they were buying with money? The first three references to money in the Bible, it was human beings they were buying. Check it. Slave trade. Mm-hmm. Mm. The first thing that money bought by Bible reference was human beings. Mm? So money had been degenerate for a very long time. God was speaking to Abraham about the circumcision. And he said that um, you will circumcise all those that were born in your house hmm? and those that are bought with your money from people of other lands. Human beings. Hmm. That's not a very nice thing about money. Okay? So, what was the first thing we have said about money? We are talking about seven facts about money. So what's the first fact? Eh? Eh, it's 
made by God. It's not made by man. It's not made by God. Hmm. Money is made by man. Hmm, it's not made by God. The second thing, money is of this world. That's the first part of that one. What's the second part? Eh? It will not be in the kingdom of heaven. It will not be in the kingdom of heaven. In those days, they used to bury people's money with them. Eh? That is why there were grave robbers in Egypt. They would try to find the graves of the pharaohs. Because you crack into a pharaoh's tomb, you are made for life. And their money, pure gold, doesn't deteriorate. Doesn't deteriorate. Okay? So money will not be in the kingdom of heaven. And then the third thing is what? Eh? It is copiously mentioned in the Bible. Very, very, very mentioned. Number four is that money has become indispensable. It has become indispensable. That is, you can't do without it. How many adults have you met who have never spent any money? Eh? Do you know of any adult that has never spent any money in his life? Eh? Whether the money is given to you or lent to you or earned by you, eh? everybody spends money. Okay? One thing you should put in your mind so that you will not suffer in future is that when you are old, and you have stopped working, eh? you will still need money to spend. When you are old, indispensable, it is A, not I. You will continue to need money after retirement. There will be no time when you will stop needing money. Therefore, Begin to factor in your future when you do not earn money anymore. One way to do that is make sure you have some things that are producing money for you non-stop, no matter what it is. Including pension, including gratuity, including investment of different types. Anything. But remember, when you have stopped working, you will continue to need money. It's very important. Okay? Number four, or number five now. Money can become useless in your hands. It can become useless. Okay? One way in which that happens is when you have to spend everything that you have, like the famine that was in Egypt. And talking of the famine that was in Egypt... I would want us to open Genesis 47. And I would actually have us read together verses 13 to 26. Let's take it as the day's reading because I will put many things from that. Genesis 47 from verse 13. I want us to read it on screen. We have to do it quickly. um, But I want us to read it together before I go on. Are we set? Is it there? Good. Genesis uh, 47 from 13. From 13. Not from 18. From 13. 1, 3. Not 18. Good. Now everybody read with me, please. Meanwhile, the famine became so severe that all the food was used up and people were starving throughout the lands of Egypt and Canaan. Go on. By selling grain to the people, Joseph eventually collected all the money in Egypt and Canaan, and he put the money in Pharaoh's treasury. Go on. When the people of Egypt and Canaan ran out of money, all the Egyptians came to Joseph. Our money is gone, they cried. But please give us food or we will die. 
before your very eyes. Oh, you didn't notice the oh, but uh, if they are Yoruba, it will be there, you see. Okay. <laughs> Joseph replied, since your money is gone, bring me your livestock and I will give you food in exchange for your livestock. So they brought their livestock to Joseph in exchange for food, in exchange for their horses, flocks of sheep and goats, heads of cattle and donkeys. Joseph provided them with food for what? Just another year. The man knew it would be seven years so. Mm-hmm. Let's continue. And then naturally in call, that year ended. And the next year they came again and said, we cannot hide the truth from you, my Lord. Our money is gone. All our livestock and cattle are, mm, we have nothing left to give, but continue. That is the new money now. Abina, you can't give what you don't have. Oh. Why should we die before your very eyes? By us. Who is making the offer? Eh? Eh? They are the ones, so. He wasn't the one saying, I want to buy you. They say, buy us now. And our land. In exchange for... Eh? We offer... Uh-huh. And what? Ourselves as slaves for Pharaoh. Give us grain so that we may not live and die. And so the land does not continue. Continue. Become empty and desolate. Go on. So Joseph bought all the land of Egypt for Pharaoh. It was not by corruption, no. It was not by a royal decree, no. It was not by military force, no. Hmm? Joseph bought all the land of Egypt for Pharaoh. All the Egyptians sold him their fields because the famine was so severe. And soon, all the land belonged to Pharaoh. Go on. As for the people, he made them all slaves from one end of Egypt to the other. The only land he did not buy was the land belonging to the priests. They received an allotment of food directly from Pharaoh, so they didn't need to sell their land. Go on. Then Joseph said to the people, Look, today I have bought you and your land for Pharaoh. I will provide you with seed so that you can plant the fields. Go on. And then when you harvest it, one-fifth of your crop will belong to Pharaoh. You may keep the remaining four-fifths as seed for your fields and as food for you, your household, and your little ones. Go on. You have saved our lives, they exclaimed. May it please you, my Lord, to let us be Pharaoh's servants. Go on. Then Joseph then issued a decree, still in effect, in the land of Egypt, that Pharaoh should receive one-fifth of all the crops grown on whose land? <laughs> land has changed hands. Okay? Only the land belonging to the priest was not given to Pharaoh. Mm. We will come back to this so that you will see the heart of the matter. (laughs) How many people know Ndibayo? You know, the whole money moved to the person that had what they needed. Do you understand? Hmm? The whole money moved. It was not stealing. It was not corruption. Okay? There are times... There also comes a time where no reasonable person is accepting money. Like when there is much more money around than the things to buy with it. War and inflation often go hand in hand. 
History shows that war and inflation go together. Every war in the last century has brought high inflation. Why? When there is war, people spend time fighting or defending themselves rather than producing. But the quantity of money around does not decrease. You understand? So there will be less things to buy. In other words, money is affected by the level of peace and production around. Okay? So, imagine being shipwrecked on an island with no people, but your bags of money are still with you. Who is going to sell to you? In that case, everybody will go and start producing what they need, isn't it? You help yourself. Amen? So, money can become useless in your hands. That's number five. Now, number six. Money always has substitutes. Money always has substitutes. This is going to be important for you the time when the devil moves to try to compel you to worship him um, because you can't buy or sell. Hmm? Now, the definition of money substitute are trading goods that are used to replace currency. Any goods used as a medium of exchange because of the degree of devaluation of the currency. You see, we just, what we just looked at, in the days of Joseph, the improvised substitutes used by agreement to pay for the food that they needed to survive were their cattle. Okay? Verse 17, their horses, their asses. Okay? Finally, what became money? The people themselves became money. Their land became money. Okay? So money always has substitutes. Notice one thing, please. Not notice. Is learn one thing. There is something called the bill of exchange. It is an incredible substitute for money. I advise you to learn more about this, but we can't cover that today. Learn more about the bill of exchange. Because that is one thing that you can use eh, to protect yourself in the evil day when the devil controls the system so much that he will determine whether you can buy or sell. Now, finally, the seventh one is that money bows to wisdom. Money does what? It bows to wisdom. You see, wisdom can make money for you. But money cannot make you wise. So Proverbs 4, 7 to 8. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all your understanding, get understanding. Listen, it takes time to get wisdom. It takes time to get understanding. It does. Exalt wisdom and she shall promote you and bring you to honor when you embrace her. Wisdom will promote you. Hmm? Wisdom will promote you. Understanding will advance you. They can get you money. Okay? And uh, finally, we will now look at three things you need to get money. Only three things you need to get money. The first, you need you. Say, I need me. Say it. Eh? I need what? Me. You need you to become a person of value and impact to others. If you want to get money, you must be a person of value and of impact to others. If you are not there, then become it. Start becoming it. Start 
exerting yourself to become a person of value to others. This is because money is controlled by two types of people. One, those who meet the need of others. And two, those who steal from others. Those are the people that control money. Now, those who meet the need of others, they make money by dealing with people who are able to pay for such needs. You cannot make money from people who cannot pay you for what you sell. Do you understand? So, you can attract money by being incredibly useful. You can create, produce, acquire, Okay, then sell what others need. Create, produce, acquire, then sell what others need. Okay? For example, they say Isaac was blessed, he was very rich, but you forgot. Eh? In Genesis 26, 12 to 14, Isaac sowed in the land. That is, he invested, he worked, he worked, he produced what people need, okay? And he received in the same year a hundredfold returns, and the Lord blessed him, and he works great, and the Philistines envied him, okay? He grew very great. It was by venturing. Now look at Joseph. Pharaoh was storing up food. Pharaoh was investing in building silos, granages, massively. Egypt was a big place. Not only Egypt, People came from beyond Egypt. Remember that the family eh, of um, um, Jacob, they said, we have heard that there is food where in Egypt. So they took what? Money. So money was not only coming from the people of Egypt. Money was coming from beyond Egypt. Do you understand? Now, the man had built up storages and they were using high level technology. Ladies and gentlemen, most Nigerians cannot store grains for seven years now. Do you know that? Do you know that? We don't have the technology. In Egypt, I have physically touched a man that had been dead for 4,000 years. Touched the skin. Felt it. They used to preserve mummies with a great lot of technology. We don't have that technology today. You know, we like to think we are advanced, but we are really very backward. You know, they, pre- they tried to preserve a Nigerian called Awulowo. They tried to preserve Lenin in Russia, in both cases, within 10 years, they quickly did what? Huh? Uh-huh. Buried them away. <laughs> Our best technology can't preserve for 10 years. But the Egyptians have preserved for 4,000 years. So. Do you understand? So, The man was acquiring technology. He was constructing. He was investing. In the years of plenty, he was investing. Do you know what? We consume too much. We consume too much. We don't save. We don't invest. And our environment also needs to be worked on. It's partly our duty. The environment will not improve itself. We will improve it. You hear me? Hmm? In other words, uh, somebody said Nigeria saw Alagbara Dole. You see, you'll be brilliant, you work hard, you do your best, but uh, the money will not flow. (laughs) 
So, um, it is within your power to help others to be able to pay you. Hmm? And yet, not lose through credit that they may not be able to pay. But we will learn about this some other time. Because in these days of specialization and division of labor, how many of you have done economics before? Raise up your hand. Raise up your hand. Raise up your hand. You've done economics before. Raise up your hand. Okay, how many of you have a degree in economics? One, uh -huh. two, three, four, five, six. Who else? Seven. Great. Did you know my first degree was in economics too? So I'm an economist. And many people, when they hear economist, you know what they're thinking? Miser. <laughs> economist, no be miser. I'll tell them. Tell them. Economist, no be, no be miser. They say, oh, she comes. <laughs> Amen. Okay, but we must reform our monetary and financial system, our commercial system. It is weakening people. Then we say money is controlled by those who meet the needs of others or by those who steal from others. Okay? There is stealing by force. That's uh, like armed robbery. And there is stealing by spiritual force. Some people serve Satan eh, for financial gain. They steal by spiritual force. Then some people steal by falsehood. Criminals like 419. Advanced fee fraud. Uh, I have a son that's a pastor in uh, Abuja. <laughs> and uh, there was somebody that came and I was advising him. He said, this person, he doesn't understand. I was advising him, just take it easy, just take it easy. He said, somehow, his spirit and that person's spirit are just... I say, you be pastor... Don't let your spirit and the prison of another person not agree, I beg. When it turned out, eh, by the time the person was discovered, she had swindled half of the church and had collected so much money under false pretenses that at the end of the day, everybody looked like fools. And she would say, don't tell anybody because you see, they are jealous of you. Hmm? Hmm. Then she would if you know how many people in the church that person swindled, you would not believe it. Tongue blasting, woman. Tongue blasting. Hmm. 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 Mm hmm. Stealing by 419. And some, just some falsehood you cannot even take to court. Okay? Also, government has become a stealing field now. The salary of government people is not high. <laughs> but uh, the money they control, even the judiciary now, eh, is a field of uh, robbery. Mm. Brazen fraud is available for sale. Mm. How many people know the man called Babangida? He once ruled this country. There was one judgment under uh, on, on Izeri base. Uh, Association for Better Nigeria, ABN. You will know that it was they just paid the judge money. People are ready to pronounce anything from the courts when you've given them money. Recently, only last week, there was a judge court judgment about the Gulf War windfall. Hmm? When I read that judgment, I just said that this judge has collected money from Babangida, finish. Because without being a lawyer, I know enough law, I know the law. The man had just collected money. Finish. Finish. You know? So, fraudsters can get very, very rich. And their, inc their income is... Their wealth is, cannot be reconciled with their official income. They are selling their souls. It's a sale for the devil. So, don't deceive yourself, eh? eh? Don't want money at any cost. Because you will lose. You will lose very badly. Okay? So, you need you to become a person of value and impact. That is one of the three things you need to get money. 
Secondly, whenever you think of money, remember one thing, because people don't associate it. Not associating it is foolishness. You need others. Okay? You know, money comes to you from others. Because you didn't print it now. Are you the one that printed it? Are you the one that printed it? Have you ever printed money? If you print money, it will be fake currency. Will it not be? So you need others. If you want money to come to you, you need others. You must interact with others. By the time you finish, it will be for their good or it will leave them worse off. Let me ask you a question. So, Joseph bought the land and the people and their money. When he bought those things, did he leave them better off or worse off? Eh? I want to hear you. Okay, let's vote. He left them worse off. Raise up your hand. Raise up your hand. He left them worse off after he dealt with them. Raise up your hand. Okay, put it down. He left them better off. Raise up your hand. Everybody get up. This is 419. There should be no 419 in the house of God. Everybody get up. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Get up. This is 419. Because many of you did not take any position. Okay. 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 If you think he left them better off than when he met them. If you think he left them better off, sit down. If you think he left them better off, sit down. Uh-huh. So, everybody standing now thinks that he left them worse off. Eh? You think he left them worse off? So you think he should have allowed them to die? You cannot sit down, please. <laughs> so, do you think he should have left them to starve to death? Hmm? No? Eh? Okay, do you think instead of collecting money from them, he should have given them food free of charge? Wait, if he gave them food free of charge, when will the food finish? Eh? When will the food finish? Okay, so do you think he should have Giving them seed to plant? Hmm? Okay. Who made the offer? Is it them that made the offer or him? Eh? Okay, okay. Did the start food belong to Joseph? Eh? No. Okay. The money to build the storage houses belong to who? Eh? Do you think Pharaoh was a fool to invest that money? Do you think when he invested, he was expecting some future returns? Amen? Do business that leaves people better off. Don't force them, but leave them better off. Amen? You see, in this place, we will all learn how to prosper eh, in a good way. And then finally, the third thing is that you need Power. You know, 
I said you need others. And the final thing is that you need power. And power comes from two sources. Power can come from God or it can come from the devil. Remember we are talking of the heart of the matter. The heart of the matter of money. You need power. Power from God comes by his blessings. Okay? And God's blessings begin with wisdom. Wisdom was the foundation of the wealth of Solomon. You require power to get wealth. You are told in Deuteronomy 8.18 But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God. For it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant which he swear unto your fathers. Okay? So, power to get wealth comes from God, but you, you must sow, invest, venture, work, like Isaac sowing in the land that we look at. Okay? But there is a power to get wealth. It comes from God. Otherwise, you can labor and toil and nothing will come. Amen? Amen. Say, Lord, my God. Say, Lord, my God. God. Remember me. me. Give me the power to get wealth wealth. so that I will not labor in vain. Amen? Now, so the blessing of God also includes favor, which makes others to give to you, like the Egyptians gave to Israel. The gold that Israel carried into the wilderness meant as wealth. They didn't steal it from the Egyptians. So the Egyptians gave it to them. They didn't go into their wardrobe. They didn't go into their houses. The Egyptians brought it out of their houses and gave it to them. Knowing that they are going and traveling. They gave it to them. And they know that they are going and traveling. That is favor. Do you understand? That's favor. Okay? Look at the way God returned Job's wealth. After God took Job's wealth away. Job 42. Look very carefully. Job 42, you start from verse 11. Then came there unto him all his brethren, that's his relatives, his sisters, and all that had been of his acquaintance before, who had fashied him. You know fashi? Fashi? They had what? They had fashied him. The same people that fashied him, eh, they came to him and did eat bread with him in his house and comforted him over all the evil that the Lord had brought upon him. Every man also gave him what? A piece of money. And everyone what? An earring of gold. It was not by failure to work that the wealth of Job disappeared. Did you hear me? It was not by failure to work. The return of the wealth of Job was not from work. Eh? It was from others. Did he beg them? They came by themselves. They didn't hold a meeting in their houses before coming. But when each person was leaving his house, he brought some money and he brought some gold. To do what? To give to Job. These things were coming from God. Power. It's a power to get wealth. Glory be to God. Then, rich Solomon. 
receive presents from poorer people. Look at 1 Kings 10, 25. And they brought every man his present, vessels of silver and vessels of gold and garments and armor and spices, horses, mules, a rate year by year. They set aside things to be given to the richer King Solomon year by year. And he didn't beg them and he didn't ask them, but they did it. Do you understand? They did it. When God was going to give me my first job, hmm? I told you this before too, huh? I had seen the advert, I passed it, I said, first class, I'm laying, wow. Because when you see the qualifications they wrote of the person, full page advert in the papers, the qualifications, you will shake. So I looked at it, I said, first class, I'm laying, wow. I passed that page and God said to me, go back to where you are coming from. I went back to it. I looked at it. I said, okay, that job for the first class uh, person, eh? this one, I said, hey. He said, that's your job. Huh? Huh? Whose job? He said, that's your job. Huh? Huh? <laughs> you know, you know, because God knows my heart, if I'm telling you lies, God will know. <laughs> I didn't fully believe. <laughs> I didn't fully believe. But uh, because he said it, I applied. Do you know how many applications there were? All over the country, two thousand for that single post. Do you know what they shortlisted to? Eh? Four, without seeing any of us. Uh uh-uh. uh. Four, without seeing us to face, without testing us. Huh? So finally, call. When that happened, what happened? I now believe. Did it I? <laughs> Is it easy to believe at that stage? Huh? <laughs> yeah. I now believed. <laughs> Amen? You know, a few years ago, most of my friends and colleagues here, the job I was giving them is, uh, I say, you are very wicked. Though. Your brother is hungry. You say, uh, God bless you, go away. I say, you are not finding me a wife. Look for a wife for me now. No, I was without a wife for 11 years. No, look for a wife for me now. And people said, no, I mean, no, and I mean, no, choose. Um, see, Sister Glover there, you so harass her. I say, look at you. Look at you. You're there here. you they look me. You can't even give me what? Eh? You can't even find me what? A wife. Mm, 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 mm. You know what I mean? My wife, I never met her from Adam. Hmm? God went and spoke to different people. This is your wife. You see, this person that you see is my wife. Let me go and see the person. That's how we met. And God was telling me, that's your wife. I said, hey, see, that's your wife. Hey. And then a few months after, one, we are married. See? 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 You know, when God gives you, he gives you complete. Complete. You know, my, my wife is complete from head to toe. You know what I mean? You see, wait for God. Wait for God. I had a lot of opportunity to pick an Ishmael. I had a lot of opportunity to pick an Ishmael. Just wait for God. Do you understand? Amen. So, at the end of the day, Everything belongs to God. And wise people serve God, not the devil. You can't serve God and lose. Jesus said, Any person that has left mother and child and house and this for me will first of all receive multiple fold back in this world and in the next world, eternal life. If you don't know the Lord, Jesus, I advise you,
give your life to him now. Before it's too late. Give your life to Christ. Get born again. And I say, God said to me this. God said to me that. God only talks to his own people. Did you hear that? God talks only to his own people. Glory be to God. If you would like to accept Christ,